This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Aaron Renning here on the Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. ER, let's get right to it and talk some college football. Uh, two and one week last week, so you one game under 500 uh, for the season. So uh, climbing up there, we go to the ACC, and boy, all of a sudden, the Pat Narduzzi Pitt Panthers are playing some defense. The last two games limiting their opponents, Virginia and Syracuse, to less than 150 total yards. Not only that, but they uh, took the first two uh, passing attempts by Brendan Armstrong uh, back for pick sixes and the cruise to a 37-7 to win. So nice, uh, nice couple of uh, defensive performances by the Pitt Panthers. Duke goes to uh, Pittsburgh. It's 7.5, 50.5 is the total. Yeah, you bet, Jamie. I'm gonna go. Uh, gonna hope that Pitt's Pitt defense flexes that muscle one more week here. I'm gonna go under the total, under 50 and a half. Um, and, and certainly, you know, Mike Elko on the on the other side of the equation has done uh, just a tremendous job. I mean, really should be talked about uh, coach of the year. Remember where this Duke program was last year, getting blown out every single game. Yeah. Uh, in you know, in, in kind of the poor ACC. Um, so he's come in and, you know, really offensively, they've improved defensively they improved, but, you know, you mentioned it two two, uh, head coaches, uh, with a, uh, you know, defensive guys at heart and, you know, Narduji in his, his, his press conference earlier was, you know, kind of talked about, it. he said, Hey, both teams want to run the football grind clock. Uh, and that's what you'll get. You know, it's interesting, Jimmy. And I, I know we are what week 12 in college football, whatever it is and talk about last year, but, I, I'm not sure if there's two other programs in college football that have actually slowed their pace more than Pitt and Duke uh, this year. In fact, I, I mean, they both re- totally changed uh, how they play. Obviously, Kenny Pickett last year and Whipple throwing the ball uh, all the time, putting up a ton of points. Narduzzi was never really happy playing uh, that way. I think that's why Whipple is gone. So, you know, they've slowed it down and, and you know, tried to win with defense in the run game. Uh, more this year and uh, Duke's been you know really interesting team they've had some kind of crazy results throughout the campaign certainly they've had some high scoring games I think it's a little bit fluky uh, with some of that again this is a defense that couldn't stop anybody they played at a fast pace uh, last year but uh, again I think when it gets down to it uh, they are more of a low scoring game so yeah I think 2017 uh, lower type scoring game here I think it's a really good bet uh, no coincidence that defensive-oriented head coaches want to try and slow it down. I mean, they want to try and control control it, and and that's their most important hire. Any coach that's the opposite ball, uh, all, you know, right. coordinator, you know, for 
uh, for a defensive coordinator background, it's your OC. But don't think that they don't have a little influence on the approach uh, for the uh, for the OC that they hire. Uh, man, when we were doing the preseason, uh, went to the, Duke was a three, They're seven <laughs> and three right now. Right. I mean, they've they've I'm, lapped, you know. Right, and you know, for for again, what Elko came into at Duke. I mean, obviously, one of the hardest places to to win. I mean, you know, Duke. It's not like you can really turn turn you know hard to turn around a program right. like that. It takes years to build. You know what he's done is really phenomenal. No, no doubt because I think one of the best coaching jobs was uh, David Cutcliffe, and it just and he was older when he took the job. Yeah. But it just it, he just kind of got a little long in the tooth and just kind of got a little tired. And on the end of his uh, career, I it's it surprised me again when you double more than double the win total with two games to go, you're doing pretty good mm-hmm. uh, with the, the the Duke Blue Devils. But uh, yeah, and Whipple's good. Whipple is good, and he. You know, Narduzzi can be a, uh, a prickly pear sometimes, and he kind of right. ran him off after doing a, a great job uh, with them. All right, so defensive-oriented coaches to – well, one of them is – well, it's not usually a low-scoring game. Bedlam in Oklahoma. The games that these college coaches and college programs have played with the availability of the quarterbacks hit a new levels. These quarterbacks like Spencer Sanders, it was against Kansas, dresses out warms up, doesn't play. K.J. Jefferson's done it twice now in Starkville and now back home against LSU. Dresses out, script up, uh, you know, warms up, doesn't play. Uh, we saw it with Dylan Gabriel for Oklahoma against Texas. And now we start with Sanders where he didn't play till the second half when they needed him. He bailed him out with the uh, touchdown pass and attacked on another field goal. He did say after this, uh, the Iowa State win, I'm playing in right. Bedlam, and we we figure that. So now the total's at 66. To uh, uh, again seven and a half in Norman, little Bedlam here, where the points always seem to be plenty. Oh, yeah, this is one of the bigger bets I've had all year, Jimmy. I, I bet this one pretty hard over the total. Uh, I think this is really good, and you know you talk about it with Sanders returning here. Uh, for Oklahoma State, I mean, he makes all the difference in the world. I mean, he's a guy that's worth uh, almost a touchdown uh, to the spread, I think. And you know, it was it was a strange situation last week when he came in and obviously came back with the win against Iowa State. I think really, when you look at this game, I and especially from a totals perspective, I think you can throw out really about the last month, four weeks, uh, four games for both of these teams. Uh, obviously with the Cowboys, you know, Sanders kind of been in and out. He hasn't been healthy with that shoulder. Uh, he's missed what two, two and a half, three games here now, uh, for the Cowboys included in that they've played, you know, Kansas state, uh, Iowa state was in there. I think both these teams have the common denominator of Iowa state, uh, who's been a lower scoring, uh, team as well. Plus, you know, Oklahoma State played a couple of win games, uh, as well, uh, with the wind involved, kind of kept the score down. Certainly, uh, you know, the game against Kansas didn't really matter in that game against Texas. But remember back earlier uh, in the season, I, I mean, this Oklahoma State team was just going up uh, down the field. I mean, playing at a, at a super fast pace, faster uh, than last year. Remember the first week of the year, Jimmy, they went over in the first half against uh, was Central Michigan game. Uh, right. That was good, 50-some, 60-some points, whatever it was. Um, in the first half of that game. So I think it gets more back to that. And, you know, you watch this Cowboys defense. I, I'm not sure, I, 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 probably something out there I'm not thinking of, Jimmy, but 
a unit that's fallen off more uh, than this Oklahoma State defense. Obviously, they lost their coordinator. They lost a lot of talent. Uh, key edge rusher, I, th- I believe, is out uh, for this game here as well uh, this week. So they have just dropped off to me- uh, tremendously. And then, you know, Oklahoma a little bit the same way. You know, remember midseason, uh, they had their quarterback get banged up. I mean, uh, just not competitive uh, for a couple of games. Dylan Gabriel uh, missed. Obviously, that Texas game uh, was awful, losing 49 uh, to nothing. But, you know, he got banged up, missed a little bit of time there. And then, yeah, when he came back, you know, they Iowa State, Baylor, a little bit more defensive-type games. That game last week against West Virginia was weird. No score early. West right. Virginia talked about being more aggressive. Uh, and they were not. They were conservative. They switched up their quarterbacks. Uh, but, again, you go back uh, to early this year, certainly remember that this Oklahoma defense matched up TCU. What was it? You know, Texas, they couldn't stop anybody. Guys just running wide open uh, in the secondary. And, remember, this is a team that's playing a lot faster pace this year as well. So, uh, you know, I, I hope the stars collide. We get back to where we were, um, you know, six weeks ago. And this is a really high-scoring game. Yeah, it was 59 points at halftime in that opener, Oklahoma State, uh, in Central Michigan. And as far as, uh, yes, uh, pulling a quarterback, uh, the kid has made a difference for West Virginia. And I think we've seen the last of JT Daniels uh, taking snaps uh, up in Morgantown. Neil Brown trying to save his job up there. And when we talked about in our Big 12 preview about this Oklahoma State team, that was the outlier last year with Gundy, how good they were on defense. Right. They lost a ton. We know Knowles went to uh, Ohio State, but they lost just about everybody. Right. And it was supposed to be where Sanders, if they, he was going to carry him, and his availability has been a big deal. He will be available for this one. Primetime kickoff, 7 to 7.30 Eastern on uh, ABC. Talking about one of the previously mentioned uh, quarterbacks playing games. Uh, well, um, he was good enough to dress out. He figures to play this week. Arkansas and K.J. Jefferson. Ole Miss, how did they lose to Alabama? They were much the best uh, in that game, but found a way to lose. That's what the runs do uh, in Oxford. Lane Kiffin not happy at the end of that one. Nick Saban, uncharacteristically, way fired up, way animated after they clinched on the fourth down stop. Looking for uh, Remember this game last year in Oxford? It was a ton of points, and Arkansas went for two to end it at the end. It came up short. Ole Miss is two on the road post-Alabama. Total is 64 in Fayetteville. I do remember that game last year. Now that you uh, you mentioned that, it was was that played in kind of wet conditions, a little bit rainy, I believe. I, I, I want to say I had the under in that game. I think I was playing LSU under a lot. Never had a chance. I could be thinking of the wrong game, but hopefully we'll get points and hopefully we'll get uh, K.J. Jefferson back in the fold. Pittman, you know, talked about it. He said we could have played him last week and then we're just going to continue this where he doesn't practice, uh, et cetera. So, um, they gave the week off. He practiced Monday, expected to be ready uh, to go for this Arkansas uh, Arkansas game. And you know, really from a side perspective, Jimmy, this is a this is a tough one to get your get a pulse on. I think because it's it's hard to see the exact motivation. I guess for for either of these teams, certainly Ole Miss. I mean, that was their game last year or last week. They blew that obviously against Alabama and Arkansas trying to pick up the pieces here as well. So I hope it kind of turns into that no defense uh, shootout. And you could probably, you know, talk a little bit more about this. And I'm going to play this game over the total. But, you know, that was, uh, you know, strange 
field conditions last week, the game plan uh, with LSU Arkansas. I mean, that was a low-scoring game. I mean, Arkansas obviously with a backup quarterback, they ran the ball as much as possible. LSU, you know, Kelly's kind of hard to predict from game to game. They can come out, throw it around, and you know, just ran the ball. Uh, and you know, Arkansas, their their secondary has been the weak link. Uh, they've been banged up in that secondary. It hasn't been good throughout most of the year. Uh, but anyway, again, you got two fast teams. You got two, you know, uh, with the coordinator uh, coordinator here for Arkansas is very good. Uh, Kiffin and, and Ole Miss. So I think it's uh, not much defense, a ton of offense. Again, uh, tempo. So I'm going with points uh, over the total. Last year's Ole Miss Arkansas game in Oxford was 52 to 51. Mm-hmm. What was the final uh, when KJ and when they decided to Pittman decided to go for it, the two and you know being up, but. Um, last week in Fayetteville is an outlier, and this is why on my radio show all week long I tried to warn LSU fans that this is a hard, hard spot. I mean, if you got Brian Kelly tearing up, I think there's some emotion uh, in that building uh, after they beat Alabama. And I'm an emotional spot guy. I've never talked to a college coach or college player where you can have your A-plus emotion uh, focus intensity up. And they left something a lot of that on the field. Cold conditions, freezing cold. The ground was frozen. Jaden Daniels, Southern California, Arizona, South Louisiana. He couldn't grip the ball. He couldn't grip the ball. And if it wasn't for, you know, uh, he would throw out some of the best names ever, but a uh, MJ sort of flu-like performance. Number 40, the freshman for uh, Perkins for LSU is throwing up. He's got the flu, and he has four sacks and two fumble, uh, four, four, forced fumbles. And Arkansas uh, – I watched the game closely because remember that line jump? It went from like went from like three to nine when Jefferson had been ruled right. out in Starkville. The receiver who's on a track team at Arkansas, a great track team. I think the leg guy and the fastest four by one hundred uh, in high school the year before. He's a runner. Perkins is the best spy in the country. He's just running him down like that guy's not even used to getting caught. They couldn't do anything. And it was just ugly, ugly game. Get in, get out. Right. I wouldn't say, I mean, Brian Kelly or anybody I thought was going to have a tough time following up that emotional win against Alabama. So they 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 got in, but Jefferson's back. They can run their offense. Kendall Bryles is excellent, right. excellent offensive coordinator. And you know Lane Kiffin, they're going to be running some tempo as well. Could the cold slow them down a little bit? We'll see. So, these two teams are used to uh, letting it hang out. And I want to see how Ole Miss responds right. after a game where they should have won. That was a game that they should have beaten uh, Ole Miss in uh, – in, uh, should have beat Arkansas uh, last week. So, over Arkansas, Ole Miss 64, like we said, they scored 103 last year. Over 66, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Sanders is playing. And then Pitt, man, on a hell of a defensive role – Two defensive-minded coaches slowing that pace down. Under 50-and-a-half should be pretty chilly in Pittsburgh uh, as well. Anything else we want to add to the three totals, ER? Uh, no, actually, I'm, I'm pretty set with that. I always look forward to uh, next week. Um, so uh, I'll have some – hopefully I have a side or two play. So um, kind of looking forward to that, Jimmy. No, no doubt, man. Uh, the Thanksgiving extended uh, week of when we start with Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, Saturday uh, football in college football is the best card uh, of the year for professional sports better. Aaron Randing, I'm Jimmy Odd here on the Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.